say we should have just recorded all that for the intro. We should have we should have recorded all that. We say that like every episode. Every episode. <laughs> I guess that's a a tradition. Do do some cool talking that we should have recorded and then start recording. I've been excited about this episode because we get to we get to play DJ, like old school radio DJ. You know, most of our listeners probably are too young to know what an old school music DJ is. You know, uh, the, the the real mixtapes is when you would have a blank cassette in your recorder and you'd have the radio on and you'd have the record Recorder and the pause button. And pause. Because yeah. you had to hit, click, record, and play at the same time. Well, it depends on and your... pause. It depends on your recorder. Some My of them, stereo was record, play, pause. Yeah, some of them you could just hit the record button, but most of them, yeah, like you said, it was record, play, and pause. Yeah. And what would happen is when the radio station would play a song you like, you would run over there and you'd unpause it. Or you'd lay there like all night waiting for a certain song. And you'd always miss like the first two or three seconds of it. Or the DJ would be talking over the intro. And you're yes. like, so bitch, I used quiet. to hate that. This. I used that's, to hate that's that. That's old school lime wire right there. That's the original. That's the original bear share. Oh, wow. Well, a Napster. That's the That's original, original Napster. Napster. Is recording off the radio. So we were stealing music before it was illegal. This is not legally binding, by the way. Oh, no. The, the, the age of accountability has long passed. Or the statutes of limitation. Statute of limitation. <laughs> is there a statute of limitation? I don't know. Probably I don't either. The feds will be here in a minute, so let's hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> we better make it a good one. <laughs> we better make it a good one. It'll be our last, Johnny. <laughs> so is this is this the first time Kella has been in Kella's corner? Yes, it is. I haven't even slept in Kella's corner yet. <laughs> I lean back to laugh. I'm doing better. Um, I, and and I don't know how it got the name Kella's corner. Which Sean? Is, is it just Sean? Sean calls it Kella's corner. Yeah. I thought that was funny. He has actually slept here more than I have in the past. Yeah, well, since it's album, been so Sean's been here a lot. Yeah, which I'm surprised home. he's not here tonight. But he was here last night and the night before. Well, we had a show. Yeah, y'all had a so show. He's been here since like Wednesday. So how was the show Thursday? Because I didn't get oh, to go. Yeah, you didn't get to go. Man, it was great. Uh, when we first, it, it was, I was telling Sean, it's crazy how things changed from when we first got there to when we played. Because we were on the strip at, like, we were basically right on by the campus. Like, the college students just walked. Yeah, was on university? Uh, I guess. It kind of reminds me of like a, like a, the, it's almost like the French Quarter, like a mini French Quarter. So yeah, y'all's on University Drive then. Probably yeah. Uh, there's a lot of bars, a lot of places to eat, yes. a lot of partying going on. I used like, to party in there a good bit. And uh, we get there and there's no parking places at all. And we got a you know my truck with the trailer with all the equipment. So it's not why we're just trying to park park a car. We're trying to you know find out where we can load in yeah. at. So we drop Sean out and he walks in. Asks, and as he's walking back to the truck, I can see the look on his face. I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Here's a guy that's armed with bad information, <laughs> and he's like, all right, we're gonna need a smaller band, and we're gonna need smaller gear. We're gonna need to turn down really low. <laughs> it was a small room, 
probably the smallest. I would dare say probably the smallest room we've played in. Anthony, when he was talking to me on Voxer, he uh, equated it to uh, the old. Like a mini court street. The old court street. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about that. But anyway, we get there and we're kind of nervous about the logistics of how to set up and everything because it's a small bar. And I didn't really know how we would be received there because in a college town, I don't know if they want metal, you know. I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm, every, I'm kind of disconnected from that. Yeah, but each bar has their own, especially in Tuska, you go to like the Ivory Tusk or what used to be the Ivory Tusk, you were there for metal and hard rock. So each people that come to those places are there for that particular kind of music already. Yeah, um... After we got there and got settled in and figured everything out, uh, I talked to the, I'm assuming he's the owner. He may have been the manager. His name was Mike, I believe. He was super cool, very accommodating, very, everybody was very receptive of us. They treated us great. Um, And by the time we played, you know, everything was just, it was a great show. Like it was, it went over really, really well. I don't want to say really? perfectly because I don't want to jinx myself, but it was it was a good gig, despite you know the fact that it was raining all the way up there and we had to load our gear in from like a mile away in the oh, rain. Wow, that sucked. And despite the fact that it was a small room, but it, it worked like it. And it, it's not a, like a tiny bar; it's just where we were playing. It's like where they throw darts and stuff, which gave <laughs> me a good idea for a video. I want to I want to play there again and do a video and we're in front of the dartboards and they're having a dart tournament <laughs> I'm getting in that tournament and then like we'll have like darts stuck to us and stuff and they'll be like stabbing into our instruments and stuff sort of like that suicide silence video you where we're at the gun, the gun range, range except we're darts instead of guns YOLO because <laughs> we're not as we, we're not as famous as them and we don't have as much money so we can't do guns we do darts but no, man, it was a good gig. Everybody was super cool. Uh, Via Novus, we've gotten to know them real well, and they're real cool. Um, both bands played good. We just had a good show. Good. It was a... So what's the likelihood of us getting back in there on a weekend? Only uh, time pretty, will tell. I would think pretty good. I would think pretty good. No, no, we only ran like one or two people off, which is a record low. <laughs> This is true. Yeah, and uh, I told this story at the show on the mic. <laughs> it was so funny because where I was standing, I could see the door. And it was like, despite the fact that it was raining, it was like the perfect temperature because all the, the bars and stuff had the doors open and the music was spilling out in the streets and stuff. It was like really cool. Um, but I could see the door and the door was open and there was a red light right there because we were on the corner Egan's bar is on the corner and I saw a car pull up and this dude I think he had his window cracked but he rolled it down and he started nodding his head and threw up the horn he's like yeah <laughs> so I'm talking about and he even like I think it I don't know if the car behind him honked because like the light turned green and he was still rocking out he was like oh oh my bad and he kept going right so like we had like a cool little person rocking out like yeah. driving by within well, not even I don't think it was the next car but maybe the one after that 
It was the same thing, but the opposite. This lady rolls down her window. She's like, oh, hell no. Like, she had her hand up, like, shaking her head. Oh, hell no. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Not in my town. <laughs> I got to see, like, both ends of it, like, right there just play out perfectly. Man, it was that's, hilarious. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and that's Killjoy. That's the story of our life. Neither love us or hate us. Neither love us or hate us. There's, There's no I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say we're the like Killjay's eye. I mean, I say it all the time. I'm like, yeah, they're eye. <laughs> yeah, maybe I have. <laughs> Where's the shameless promotion bill? It's way back here. I've said Killjay like five freaking times already. Just do one big one. There you go. Well, uh, that's what you yeah, consider it's a big like, one. Kill Jay, oh my god, yeah. And they throw the horns up, but they're like, yeah, I've heard y'all stuff. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just don't care for that kill it's Not Jay. my cup of tea. But that's all right. That's why they have menus at restaurants. Not everybody likes to eat the same thing. We're not for everybody. I mean, those people are wrong, but yeah. <laughs> and we're living in a world where you can be wrong. So, anyway. That was that show. This is this show coming up. This is our Railroad Festival episode. I've been looking forward Ooh, to this. I have too. We're on the crazy train now. Because we've been talking about doing this for a long time. Yeah, and like I was saying at the beginning, that we're we're just gonna we're gonna all the bands that are on the on the bill that have music recorded, we're gonna play a song by. And we even have a little surprise somewhere about the middle of this podcast. Well, I don't want to put you on the spot so early in the podcast. I do it to you all the time, so go ahead. Who all's on the bill? Well, (laughs) I'm glad you asked. It just so happens I have have the lineup pulled up right right here. Um. And we we have we have new information by the way because you know Friday night we're doing that open mic night yeah we have a tentative schedule and I say tentative because this is going to be a like, kind of a laid back kind of thing I'm trying to do that open mic laid back vibe so I can get up there and do some slam poetry we'll see <laughs> from five to five forty five we have uh, Shelby Sullivan six to six forty five we have Blade Reynolds seven to seven forty five we have the group Jump the Gun. And that's Michael Breedlove singing. He's the singer of that group. Oh, yeah? You know him. Yeah. Uh, 8 p.m., we have Tim Sheffield. And at 9 p.m., we have a Robbie Ross. Go Pop Culture Alone. Nice. So, I got another question before we, you go to the Saturday's lineup. We're going to pull out the old mobile unit and uh, maybe set up on the spot. Yeah, I was on the phone with uh, Big Johnny Blender when you pulled up. Yeah, I heard that. And uh, I hope to get him here Friday night at the studio and do an interview with him. But I'm gonna the next episode, I'm gonna be interviewing him and anybody else that I can catch from like bands and and whatever. Well, I think we can people. set up the mobile unit. I think and... we'll be yeah. I think doing. I'll definitely be doing some interviews on site. So next episode will be another railroad festival special it'll be post railroad festival yeah it'd be that so saturday and apocalypse before i i think i'm gonna do it in in this order so before i I start naming off the bands 
that are going to be playing. Uh, let me go ahead and, and give a shout out to our sponsors because without our sponsors, this would not exist. It could not exist. Um, the the headlining sponsor, the present. This is presented by Arcadia Comics and Collectibles. Have you got Batman 1000? Uh, excuse me, Detective Comics 1000 yet? No. Uh, I, I did not realize Arcadia had moved. Yeah, they moved right across the street in a, a nice, big, even bigger store. Oh, it's nice. Really cool. I went over there uh, Friday. Well, the I went by there Wednesday. I was going to stop by when I went to go pay the light bill. And lo and behold... Yeah, place was for rent, and I was like, <gasps> "Oh, you my thought heart, they had my heart sunk a little bit." <laughs> but yeah, uh, they've got a lot of copies left, or they did Friday of Detective Comics one thousand. So I picked up the one I'd pre-ordered, and I went ahead and got one more. And if they still have some more the next time, because you know I want the different covers. Yeah, there's like I don't know something like ten different covers. But y'all have to go by there. We'll have to go by Friday. Sometime, make time. Well, we're going to be going up and down Main Street, all, and they're going to be open during the rail festival. So, Joe's Cafe and Food Truck is going to be back on scene. Oh, good. Yeah, everybody liked their foods, and, and I'm glad that they're going to be there because I like their food, too. And I like food, obviously. Madhouse Graphics and Printing. Um, the shirts this year are going to be awesome. And I need to tell y'all about this super awesome special t-shirt deal we're doing this year i'm calling it the super awesome special t-shirt deal that works right um we have a bunch of shirts left over from last year because it rained and that sucked <laughs> and uh, some people bought shirts anyway but not as much as you would you know yeah not as much as if it, the weather had been nice so i'm trying to move those shirts and we got the new shirts for this year so if you buy a t-shirt for this year for five more dollars you can get last year's shirt so for twenty dollars you get two t-shirts that's like ten bucks a shirt man. that's you're not gonna get the cheaper shirt than that you can't go to walmart and get cheaper shirts than that i think you i don't even think you can get a blank shirt cheaper than that no <laughs> like if you just got a shirt with nothing on it it would be that much we're also gonna do uh a prize package. Speaking of Big Johnny Blender, he'll be he's he's our MC. He's gonna be on stage talking about all of our sponsors and talking to people in the crowd. He's gonna have a wireless mic. He's gonna be going all around and uh well, for the people that aren't aware who is Big Johnny Blender? Big Johnny Blender from the Whiskey Cars and Cigars show on the Edge Radio US. And this show that we're doing right now, uh he told me because i got to get it to him by tomorrow so it can air Monday. But he normally airs Real Pop Culture on Monday nights at 8. This episode, he's going to air every single night from now to the Railroad Festival. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's awesome. And he'll be telling you more about the prize package there. And, dude... I'm telling you, there's a lot of people listening to this show that don't live in this area. But there's also a lot of people that's going to be here that's not from this area. Yeah. I pulled up the population of Amory. The population of Amory, Mississippi is 7,000 people. I, I thought it would have been closer to 10,000. 
But they have an average of 30,000 people a day come through for the Rail Festival. Well, you know, a lot that of that. eclipses the population. I, you were saying you thought Amory was, was bigger than that. If you count Monroe County, yeah, it is a lot more people. Yeah, low, well, like us. We're county folks. Yeah. We're not in the city limits. There's a lot of us out here. Um, but, you know, the thing is, if you think about it, every small town in the southeast, possibly all over the United States, I don't know, but definitely in this area, every small town has their own little festival that they do once a year. Yeah, because Vardaman, we got the Sweet Potato Festival. And who is it does the Flywheel Festival? Houston, Houston. does the Flywheel Festival. Uh, they got the Cotton District Festival in, in West, West Point. Point. Yeah. Uh, they got the... Slugburger Festival in Corinth. Corinth. They got the Bodock Festival in Pontotoc. And usually, on average, let's say you've got a, big a, a town that's the population of like, let's just say 5,000. Which would be about what Houston and You'll probably get at least 30, maybe 50% of the population there. So you know, you'll have a couple thousand people maybe. Thousand people at some of these festivals. Of course, um... The Rod Brassfield Festival in Smithville, where I'm from, we were only in a town of 900. So we were lucky to get the 900 there. But Amory, the population of the Railroad Festival, eclipses the population of the town by four or five times. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. How did that happen? Because the Railroad Festival is just huge. Yeah, it's it's big, not just as, as, as far as attendance. But I, I, I want to find out. I'm going to use my little RunKeeper app. I'm going to walk from one end of the festival to the other and find out how many miles it is. Well, you know, we did last year when we done it that Friday night. Me and you walked 30,000 steps. Easy. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, my Fitbit? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'll kill it that day. Because I'm running back and forth from the main stage to the second stage, delivering, like, T-shirts to the to the booth and getting this getting that and like i'm just running around like crazy all day and you are too uh, so yeah i'm that's the one day of the year that i could just destroy everybody that i'm friends yeah. with on the fitbit app <laughs> no problem i gotta make sure it's charged i got my new band so i'm back i'm back in action again so anyway i said all that to say this the railroad festival is a big deal it's crazy how it got this big i think somebody should do a documentary that would be cool. I, I've i talked to some people. I'm like, dude, you're leaving money on the table if you don't do a documentary about the Rail Festival. They could come and interview us. Well, see, you still have people alive. I talked to this gentleman at Art Gentry's after party one year, and uh, he was part of the first Railroad Festival ever. And... Uh, I got a ton of information from him, and you could interview those people and have them on this documentary. You know, I mean, dude, this is the eleventh year of the second stage. You know, mm-hmm. well, ten point five. <laughs> well, will be, yeah. And so the main festival, this will be the forty-first year. Wow, it's been going forever. So it started when I was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's when it started, and that gentleman told me this, they put a, a flatbed trailer between the two banks, which used to, on Main Street, you had Community Bank, and then you had the street, and then you had Renaissance Bank. Mm-hmm. And they put a, a sideways trailer right there, a flatbed, and they had vans on it. And that was it. 
It started with just it, it started as just a music festival, and uh, that's why I'm glad that now there's a second stage because there's an if, if if it started as a music festival, I'm glad there's even more music, more different types of music, more you know. There's more music, more bands, a lot more vendors. Yep. Food court is huge. They've got uh, rides and stuff for all age members. That carnival is insane. It's like a they set up a theme park over there. I'm gonna have to take a little break this year and uh, actually go go and try to check it out. Yeah, there's been a lot of years that like because one year there was even a guy there selling comic books. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even get to, because I'm so busy that day. I'm gonna have to force myself to like go enjoy the festival for like at least like maybe an hour. Yeah. <laughs> before I have to get back to work. So anyway, this is uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go down the lineup. But as I go down the lineup, I'm gonna play a song from each band, the ones that have music recorded. So first up at 12 noon and getting the party started, Dirtbag Dusty. Dusty's old oh, Dusty Smith. Yeah, he's a good friend of ours. He's been hanging out with us forever. Um, he's been he's played the festival several times. Probably, well, definitely a majority of them. And uh, this is his song. This is his song called "Chasing Lies." Check it out. I am Jack's raging bile dog.
Those new band shirts look awesome. Where did you get those done? At Anarchy Design. They do screen printing now? Oh yeah, they do professional custom screen printing at a very competitive rate. Well, where can I find them? Look them up on Facebook, facebook.com slash anarchydesign69 or email them at anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. You can check out some of their work on their Facebook page. When you're ready to order, you can send them your idea or they can design it for you. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your screen printing needs. That's anarchydesign69 at gmail.com. All right, that was Dirtbag Dusty, and uh, he plays at 12 noon. After that, you have Reverend Mother. Uh, Unfortunately, they don't have any music recorded yet. So uh, you'll have to catch them live and uh, keep an eye on them online. They'll have some music out shortly. After that, at 2 o'clock, we have Caging Elliot, and here's their song, Heaven or Hell.
right, that was Heaven or Hell by Caging Elliot. They will be playing at 2 o'clock on the second stage. Up next at 3, we have Stone Chamber. Unfortunately, they don't have any uh, music recorded at the moment, but uh, be keeping an eye on them. Hopefully, they'll have out something out pretty soon. 4.15, we have Somatic Theory. They don't have any music out yet either, anything recorded. Uh, but everybody knows Somatic Theory in the air- area. They've played the stage, I'm wanting to say, at least three times before. So, uh, look forward to seeing them again uh, from 4.15 to 5. Then at 5.15, we have five stories from Jackson, Tennessee. And uh, I'm going to play their song called Tethered. Check it out. Tethered by Five Stories. You can go on YouTube right now and watch the official video for that song. 
Up next, after that, we have Affliction of the Absent. And I have a little surprise. Speaking of Affliction of the Absent, they came by the studio yesterday and hung out with me for a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and roll that uh, that little segment we did. All right. Well, uh, we actually should have been recording well, just like when you walked in the door, basically, and we started talking about conspiracies and stuff. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast for another day. <laughs> Can we be invited to that one as well? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And uh, speaking of affliction of the absent. Dun, dun, dun. Hello. <laughs> I have them here. Or at least... 50%. Hey, Nick. What's up, Sean? Nick and Nate is here with me. What's up, guys? Nate Dog. Hi. So we uh, we share a trailer, and they were coming over here to pick the trailer up, and me being the ultimate opportunist, I'm doing this Railroad Festival episode, and you guys are on the <laughs> Railroad Festival, so I got you on the podcast to talk about it. Will this be... You know, you guys were on the very first episode of this podcast, right? Yeah, that was... Or the second one. That was before my time. I think it was the second <laughs> podcast when you just started doing them. Yeah, because my setup was horrible, and... Uh, we done it, Clint? Uh, we done it over the phone that time. I don't oh, know who okay. was helping him then. Yeah, and there was different people. Like, it was a nine-way call, and some yeah. people weren't coming through, clearly. <laughs> it, it, it was horrible. <laughs> and, like, my setup was, like, just haywire. I hadn't figured it all out yet, but... uh Matter of fact, Brent was mad at me because he recorded y'all's song, right? Yeah, he was the one who helped. And the way I played it, it didn't like it sounded like on one side. It was like mono, and he was like mad at me. Uh, (laughs) It happens. But we got it figured out now. That's the best lie I can tell. We figured it out better than then. I'll put it that way. (laughs) It comes and goes, man. So this will be your third time to play the Royal Festival. I believe so. I think it was our third year doing it. Yeah, maybe. Well, hmm. well, uh, you can't count last year because it didn't it, really happen. It, but yeah. You were supposed to. Well, in that case, I've never done it. <laughs> I could have swore y'all done it. I showed up. Y'all did it with uh, y'all did it one time. When y'all had a different singer. Yeah, the it'd have been that year that you did the podcast. Let's see. That was. That when Darius got on stage. I think both yeah. years were actually were different singers. No. Yeah, the very first year when we were in the corner stage. And then yeah, it was in the alley. When it was on Main Street, so yeah. both years as Affliction was actually a different singer. Yeah, we played it like noon the first year we played it, and 100 degrees outside. That's better than rain. Yeah, any day <laughs> I'll take 100 degrees over rain any day. I actually remember it. Y'all had snail both times. In fact, uh, the first time, like you said, it was the corner stage. That's when Darius got on it. Second time was when the stage was more. It had it was more forward. Yeah. It had, and you you came off stage and played in front of Connor and Hayden. Yep. Yep. That's true. And I was eating like a really disgusting slushy at that point. <laughs> I just remember that it was like lemonade flavored. It was awful. <laughs> so give me the update on what's going on with y'all studio wise these days. Right now we're working on two songs that we are in the works of getting finished recording. That way we can send it off, get mixed and mastered. Mm-hmm. When those get done, we're going to send them possibly to John or uh, Jesse from Shot Down South to have him one at each place. That way we can see what we get back and go with the best one out of the two. We'll have to send it to Jenny, our manager Jenny. We'll have to send her, see which one pick the good of the lesser evils. Yeah. 
and uh we'll go from there with that we're going we're working on epk getting all that done and we have yeah we have a new logo and and merch coming soon yeah new merch online and offline and y'all been playing a ton of shows yes we have actually i think we have six lined up eight Eight Eight. lined up eight from this weekend Till yeah, July twentieth will be our last show to where we can finish our recordings. Nice. Yeah, I was just telling somebody the other day and I don't I don't want to jinx it, so I'll knock on wood while I say it. Right now is not a bad time to be a musician. Um I couldn't have said that a year or two ago. No, it's a- it it took a nosedive, the live scene, uh in a bad way and and I thought it was gonna have a morbid outcome. I thought it was just gonna die. But now it's kinda leveled out. It's it's not ever going to be like it used to be but it's it's alive <laughs> like yeah. it has life it's a lot better than yeah what it used to be and it feels stronger yeah yeah definitely the crowds were getting back are actually interacting mm-hmm. with the music instead of just standing in the back corner on their phones nodding their head to the beat they're actually up there on stage kind of like this guy right here just stands in the corner nods oh sean i'm just I, taking I it all in that too. <laughs> i look i don't get involved and you see a lot of the a lot of the bands working together now more yeah. more so than ever and inner networking and inner promoting like you play a show and sometimes 25% of your crowd is of the other bands yeah. and some of them aren't even on the bill they're just there because they're off that weekend and want to hang out available to come that's that's, the- that's kind of I like being around the band members because that's kind of like our fraternity you yeah. know it's kind of like a big family. Yeah. yeah. I was telling Nick last week, it, every time we go there, it just feels like a big-ass family reunion that you actually like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really works out. I mean, it's just a great feeling. Yeah. A bunch of, how do you say it, professional drinkers with a music problem? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. And Sean? And Sean. Yeah. Kind of just there in the corner. I'm just taking it all in, man. Taking it all in. Yeah, I just watch. Yeah. I just watch. And uh, your manager Jenny, she's definitely a good person to know yeah. right now in the in the music scene. And not only do you know her, but but she manages you. When did when did that take place officially? Uh, Last Sunday. No, uh, it was. Was it the show in Jackson, Tennessee? It was supposed to be Lisa's birthday bash. Lisa had to work out of town, so the the bar owner still wanted us to come play and after that night well i just asked i was like what would it take for us to be under your management and she said that uh she gave me a list of what our requirements would be oh nice you know it's it's not nothing like a still it's not like a job or nothing scavenger hunt yeah it's like you're not you're not required to 12 cases of spicy pickles (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh we met the requirements that she she listed and she accepted to be our manager. So I like that. That's cool. Going back to the music process with the new music y'all are working on, I think that's a that's a good idea too. Because I found that putting a fresh set of ears in different places on your music, because like I'll take for example, me and Sean were working on a song the other night, and I said I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> he said, "What's that?" I said, "I need you to play me a song." Any song that's not this one, because <laughs> I I was sick of it. I was like, I hate this song. Yeah. <laughs> like we, because over, over and over and over and over, and we're adding stuff to it, and you kind of get 
your these are my kids perspective but you need other people's perspective too yeah. so that's good that you're and and we're able to do that now like do our own tracking send it off to different places most of, there's a lot of mastering places that'll like do a sample of your song for free just for you to, to decide what, if you want to use them and then of course they do the whole song they charge you um, so there's a lot of options out there and there's a lot of bands doing it that way nowadays because most everybody can track their do their own tracking you got a good microphone you got you got your amps set up right you can track it yourself yeah and uh, with that it's made it a lot easier on the local artist as well yeah to where you get to where you can track your own stuff then the only thing you got to do is okay i got this many people that is available to mix and master and you find the best one out of that group of people and work with them and they in turn work with you especially if they're other musicians yeah and if you could do your own tracks in your garage or your own home studio and then send them to the big studio it's a lot more cost effective than uprooting and going somewhere for a week or two renting out a studio and hiring an engineer that basically lives with you and um you know, I always, I'm always a fourth wall breaker and talk about real stuff. It's expensive to make an album. Yeah, it's it, really it, expensive. It's very expensive, especially when you go and to buy any, a studio. Any time you can reduce cost without reducing quality, I mean, it's 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 really cool. Yeah. We're able to do that now. Yeah, because you think you go to a studio, it's for say fifteen hundred dollars just to track your song and have the that's with the sound engineer, everybody there. All right, if you do this this way or produce and record, it's about fifteen hundred dollars. Then you got to pay for your mixing and mastering separate. Mm-hmm. You hit it spot on the first two or three takes. Yeah, yeah, and there's so many little costs that nobody really thinks about. Mm-hmm. And it's like I was telling somebody one time: if you pick up one of our CDs and hold it in your hand, everything you look at there, there's it costs yeah. <laughs> like the artwork. You know, getting it replicated getting it packaged even it costs extra to shrink wrap you have to pay extra for uh, a barcode if you want to you know keep up with them that way it costs extra to put it out there digitally yeah. um, it costs you money to give it away yeah. <laughs> either way you look at it it yeah. costs money somewhere yeah so like it, bands are always trying to look at look at a way to do it cheaper but sadly when most of them don't have a good budget it, it costs them quality but yep. nowadays when we could track like this and do what y'all are saying, like I said, it, it can save you money without costing quality. In fact, it'll improve the quality. Yeah. The worst thing you have to do is if you listen to your own track enough and then leave it alone for two or three days, you still have the, the recording software and stuff to do it with. Come back and listen to it. Be like, all right, I want to put this here, this here, and where you can actually sit down and discuss it and talk it over with everybody else without having that that ticking clock behind you going all right we've got so much time in the studio we got to hurry and get this done yeah it's always every time like in the early days when we would go to the studio for a week that last day you're really trying to cram everything in there yeah, and, and it, make, it could compromise the product if you're you're rushing it like you said the clock and you're on the clock so yeah. you got to get it done <laughs> with, with everything you know so with this uh the ep that i've got of y'all's mm. It, it seems like it hadn't been out that long, has it? No, that one... Uh, Close to a year now, actually. Yeah, it, it'll be right at it. Well, the, this Eight coming months. up will be a year. This coming up? Yeah, it, it'll be out a year, but the quality of that... No, well, it's it ain't, like a demo. 
it's it's yeah. more of a demo. It's not a something. Or everybody kept saying, "When are you getting some? When you get some? When you get some?" We just kind of just push something quickly. Yeah, we yeah. we didn't do our best work on it. Just to be truthful with you, it was pushed and rushed to try to produce something. To get something out there. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It seems like doing an album can take forever. Uh, that's why I'm glad that I'm, I'm I'm embracing the EP route this time <laughs> around more so. I mean, we've done EPs before, but my my argument used to be, well, it costs us the same to get uh, a thousand CDs uh, replicated as it as it does a hundred, and it costs the same whether the CD has uh, one song on it or you know twenty. Yeah. And I like to write, so let's do a whole album every time. Uh, well, let me back yeah. up. It, it's going to cost about the same per album, no matter how many you get. And no matter how many songs on you, it's gonna, like I said, it's going to cost the same. So I was like, let's just do a whole album. But uh, this time around, we're definitely doing the, the EP route. I think with the one that's going to come up, that's coming out with us now, I think it's going to have five songs mm-hmm. yeah. on it. That, that's, that's it. Number. We're going to push those five <laughs> while we're writing. So every time you come see us at a show, you're going to hear, what is it, seven or eight songs. Eight, I believe. Eight original songs, and we'll, we'll pick and choose depending on the venue we're playing or the atmosphere that we go into on whether we're going to play our heavier stuff or lighter stuff. And but when the EP drops, we're going to push those songs as well as maybe one or two new ones. We actually have a new song out called "Fuel by Fire." Oh, we okay. just released, like, started playing it at shows. The past two shows. Now. Yeah, two shows we played it so far. And we've got good feedback on it, so. Awesome. Well, uh, before we play one of y'all's songs here, um, tell everybody where they can find out more and find out where y'all are going to be next and all that good stuff. Uh, right now, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. Do we have a Twitter? I don't think we have a Twitter. But Facebook and Instagram right now is the best place to find it. We have all of our shows listed on our page. And if you have a question about any show, you feel free to message us about it, and we'll get back with you within the hour to let you know where we're going to be next, if it isn't already posted. And if uh, somebody wants to book you, they can holler at Jenny. Yes, contact Jenny, and uh, she will be able to give you pricing and whether or not we're available. As of right now, our shows are Jackson, Mississippi at Cowboys Saloon. Then, obviously, next weekend will be the Railroad Festival. We'll be there. Uh, April 27th, we'll be with Caging Elliott's EP release. Let me do this word. All right. House. <clears throat> you can catch them live. <laughs> <laughs> May 5th, 2019, Memphis at Growlers. Oh, that's going to be one of those all-day fest, all day shows, huh? Yeah, I don't know. That one. Oh, yeah, I about messed up, huh? Mm-hmm. And on my birthday, June 1st, Columbus Bike Rally. What's the DD? Double Ds. Oh. Perfect present for your birthday. Oh, that's where we're all playing, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, aren't we doing another show with y'all? Like, sh- Oh, there's more. There's more. June 8th, Fulton, Mississippi Dream Riders event. July 20th, Jackson, Tennessee, the Naked Turtle. 
Seems like there was some mud bogging event. Yeah, that's the. Uh, yeah, that's the, 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 that's the July. Yep. July. I thought I heard somebody talking about that. Yeah. Right yeah. now, last year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're headlining. That's that show we're headlining. We're headlining? We've never played there and we're headlining it? Yeah, we don't have this conversation. We've never played at Cowboy Saloon and we're headlining that tomorrow night. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thanks for stopping by, man. I won't keep y'all long. I know y'all got to gotta get ready for your show tomorrow. I keep thinking today is Saturday. It's, it's Friday. I hope y'all finish. Yeah, don't. We're extremely late if it is. Yeah, what time is it? <laughs> Well, we should have done been on stage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, it is 7 o'clock. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know what day it is. I don't know what time it is. I didn't get up till 3. <laughs> That's about what time. Yeah, I'll work at 3. Yeah. <laughs> That's what time I went to bed. <laughs> Last night. All right. Well, thank you all so much for swinging by. I'm going to play a song now by this wonderful band. And uh, which one do you want me to play? I got the four-song EP. Right, I got we'll, something new we'll, ready. We'll pick when... Uh, are you ready to play now? Um, no, I have to go get the CD out of my truck. Okay. Or unless do you have? We ripped it to the hard drive, didn't we? Thought so. Let's yeah, see if we we'll labeled it correctly. Do uh, lay me to rest. Mm-mm. No. Is that the life after one? this? Life after this would be a second yeah. song on the There <laughs> it is, Affliction of the Absent. Bam! There's, there's the four of them. Should you be number. Definitely not number four. No. Yeah. No, no, number four. I think it's I think it's number two on the. That's it? Yeah. All right. It shows up as B-Womp. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Sean's got a playlist pulled up. I'll leave that pulled up like that so I'll know which one it is then. All right. Well, y'all have a good trip tomorrow. Be safe. And uh, we'll see y'all at the Railroad Festival. Yes, sir. See you there.
Check out Affliction of the Absent on the second stage at 6.15. Up next, we will have Seeking 7 at 7.15. That is so awesome because I didn't mean to put five stories at five and Seeking 7 at 7. I swear it happened organically. And I call it, when I called it, I was like, wow, that's uh, it's meant to be. Seems like to me. Uh, what can I say about Seeking 7? We've played a million shows with them. Hopefully we'll play a million more. Yeah, I listen to uh, Nights with Alice Cooper sometimes. He's got this, it's like an old school radio show that he does where he just MCs, And he'll say something to the effect of like, up next is another song that I wish I'd written. And uh, I always told Robbie, Robbie Ross, the lead singer of Seeking Seven, that he's got these one-liners that he puts in his songs that just really stick with you. Like... Uh, what is it? I wonder why she tried so many faces on. No one knew who she really was. I was like, damn, that's a good one. And this song, it says something like uh, a warm embrace from your worst enemy. I'm like, damn it, Robbie. Got to up my game here. I'll get you next time. But yeah, check Seeky 7 out, man. Uh, again, at 7.15... From their album Chaos Before the Fall, here's Shameless Face. Well, I didn't see that coming.
Up next, we have a band called Kill J. And surprisingly, Kill J hasn't made that many musical appearances on this show. Out of 112 episodes, I think it's only been three or four. And Rob, Robbie did one of them when he used to do the editing for the show. I think he played Future... No, he played uh, The Face of Regret. And I think I played... Infection when that single dropped and when we did the Hayden Allen special I played an old version of Leave Me Alone that he played drums on and then we did that uh, when Joe Redbeard was here that live room session we need to do more of those get more bands to like set up and play in here and record it but um, I was trying to decide what song to play and you know, we've been getting the entire Rev Bell, Revolution Bell album remastered. You can go on YouTube and watch a lyric video for the newly remastered song Rev Bell from the Rev Bell album. And uh, I think I'm going to play... I think I'm going to play Future Endeavored, the remastered version of it. No one's ever heard it before publicly, so this is kind of a debut. So here it is from the Revolution Bell album, Future Endeavored.
That band you just heard, called Killjoy, will be playing at 8.15 at the second stage. And up next at 9.15, we have Illyria. So glad we got got them on the, the show this year. They've just, uh, they're, they're just getting back together, regrouping. They're going to finish, they're finishing up that album that they started with John and, uh, you know, with his untimely passing, everything kind of came to a screeching halt, and they've uh, rounded the lineup back out. They're finishing the album. They're back out doing shows. I uh, talked to BJ last night on Facebook, and was telling him that I'm really glad to see him back out playing in the, the music scene again. So it's going to be a real special thing to have them there, and uh, we're going to play a song from them. Called called seven two seven.
All right, that's 727 by Illyria, and that rounds out Saturday, April the 13th at the Amory Railroad Festival, second stage. And a lot of people ask me, you know, about directions. Of course, on the event page on Facebook, we have uh, the address you can put in your GPS. Um, but pretty much, if you're if you're coming to Amory from, like, the Tupelo area, Nettleton, Fulton, because Fulton will bring you, you know, 25 You'll probably come in on Highway 6 and then, then to 25. Uh, so unless you, for some reason, come in on the other end of town, you're uh, you're pretty much going to run right into the second stage because you can't drive down Main Street. When you get to the Main Street area, it's going to be blocked off for the car show, and you're going to be rerouted. And when you take that left on the corner of Main Street and where you're turning to be rerouted, which I think is 3rd Street maybe, uh, there's a parking lot right there, and that's the second stage. Um, but if you come in from the back side of town, like down 278, I guess if you're coming from maybe Alabama or somewhere, then um, you're still going to wind up driving right past the stage. It's inevitable if you come through downtown. And uh, But, yeah, uh, as of right now, the weather forecast is looking – like it's going to be okay. It was kind of iffy, but it's looking better. I've been checking it. Of course, it's going to change between now and then. Um, I don't have my hard drive with me. My external drive is, I think it's at work. So I don't have the Shadow Stalkers Paranormal commercial. So I'll just say that I'll do a live read here. The Shadow Stalkers Paranormal is a group of professionals that do paranormal investigations for people. They operate at the utmost discretion and professionalism. They do uh, charity events. They do sponsorships such as this one. And they uh, a nice group of people. You need to check them out on their Facebook page. That's Shadow Stalkers Paranormal. So I guess that's it for the Railroad Festival special. It's... Uh, as I record this Sunday night, WrestleMania is about to come on. Uh, matter of fact, the pre-show's over, so it's probably on now. So I need to hurry up and get this uploaded and get this out there. Uh, be sure to look for... I can't remember if I said this in the intro or not. Be sure to look for the, the uh, Monroe Journal that's coming out this Wednesday. They'll have the tab in there is what they call it. It's the, the program guide for the festival. It's really, really nice. It's like a magazine for the Rural Festival. It's got write-ups about the bands and everything that's going to be all about the second stage. They've got a whole second stage segment in there. Ray Van Dusen and everyone at the Monroe Journal always does a great job with it, and it's free. You can go by the Monroe Journal. Uh, you can get the paper, and it'll be in there, or you can come to our merch table out at the second stage, and we'll have free copies there as well. So I guess that's all. If you have any questions, hit us up. Be sure to go to the Facebook page and or the Facebook event page and click that you're going. There's already 400 and something people that said they are, and I don't know how many hundred people interested, but we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast, and uh, I guess the next episode will be talking about how awesome it was. Oh, and don't forget, Tupelo Con is right around the corner. You need to call us, 662 305-9783 and leave us a message telling us you want tickets and we'll enter you into the drawing and you might win a chance to go for free. And since I'm here by myself, I guess I'll just say uh, 
Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode 112. We've been broadcasting live from high top, the first and only floor, the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye.